the vast majority of our drivers yeah. don't or drivers who drive on Uber, they do not want to be employees. Yeah. That's that's why they self-selected to use uh, the platform. The China, my question is about um, China that announced today that uh, chicken wings imported from Brazil tested positive for COVID-19. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching the JTH Show. Today, we're going to talk about COVID chicken wings and the Uber Lyft lawsuit. But first, roll the intro. All right, so... Yeah. So before we get started, uh, as a general reminder, I'm gonna do it a couple times uh, in the next few videos, just so that uh, until I until I see that some people already start downloading the app, I'm basically gonna bug you until you download one of the apps. Uh, we are on uh, all major platform or uh, podcast platforms, including uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. So if it's not too much to ask, um, you know, go and download it, and then. Just watch both of them simultaneously, play them at the same time, this YouTube video. Just help the show out, you know? And I'm asking you guys for stuff. Um, if it's, again, not too much to ask, like the video, and then uh, ring that notification bell. It really, really helps the show. Okay, so let's move on to what you came here for. COVID chicken wings. That's the first story. So, no, I'm not joking. All right? So, there was an article uh, in the uh, in the Bloomberg uh, that read, China says... Frozen chicken wings from Brazil test positive for virus. Now, the article continues, and it reads in part, Consumers in China, uh, in its city, uh, Shenzhen, and I'm probably mispronouncing that, I'm sorry, have been urged to exercise caution when buying imported frozen fruits uh, after a surface sample of chicken wings from Brazil tested positive for the coronavirus, according to a statement from a local government. Now, it also adds that the uh, positive sample appears to have been taken from the surface of the meat, while previously reported positive cases from other Chinese cities have been from the surface of a packaging from the imported frozen seafood. So the chicken came apparently from a from Aurora Alimentos, uh, a plant a plant in the southern state of Santa Catrina, or Catarina. Sorry. Uh, anyways. So, you know, what are they saying? You know, that essentially now China's like, you know, that, now that we got rid of it, wink, um, now I'm, we're having, you know, uh, food come in to China and uh, it has it has a coronavirus. And it's like, thanks a lot, Brazil. Now, obviously, in my opinion, at least, uh, China's taking aim at Brazil because they do import. I, you know, I was digging into this and it looks like they do import um, some of their foods, at least some of their frozen foods. From, you know, uh, South America, it, Brazil being one of the countries that they do that from. And now they're saying that, you know, frozen food, you know, because I, I guess I can freeze the virus. Now it's coming in and everybody has to remember that uh, the president there was, uh, you know, I guess uh, very publicly was very open about like, you know, screw the virus. Don't wear a mask. Just go out in public. You know, there was a lot of articles that critiqued the Brazilian president for that. So, you know, and, you know, it looks like China's like, well, and because he's being so careless and, you know, their, their country now has a big uh, uh, COVID problem, you know, now their foods or whatever their packaging, you know, that's spreading throughout the world. So, you know, that's that was their their stance. Right. However, 
uh, the article also uh, included that Brazil's agriculture uh, ministry has asked Chinese authorities for information that could help clarify the alleged contamination of the product. There was another article in the U.S. News and World Report uh, from the uh, World uh, Health Organization that said on Thursday that there was no evidence that the food is playing a role in the coronavirus infections. So the WHO, right, is saying that, you know, essentially, while they're not directly addressing uh, the Chinese um, article, you know, or, or at least their claim, they're saying, you know, hey, food, you know, it's not really playing a part in the spread of the virus. So, you know, which I guess brings me to my opinion and to my thoughts on it. You know, I continue to order food out. I'm not going to say we don't. You know, my family and I, we continue to, you know, use Postmates, um, order from time to time pizza from any of, you know, the, the pizza chains. Do I sometimes when I get those, those you know, those deliveries think like Corona in my head? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, you know, sometimes I do. But I also have also understood that, you know, it's it's just one of those risks that you're going to have to take if you're going to interact uh, almost at any level with the outside world, right? Outside world meaning outside of your doorstep. You know, hell, when you get stuff delivered to your home, because right now that's what we're doing a lot, you know, when it comes to like our groceries, um, you know, you think about the bags and, all. you know, in our case at least, we get stuff from Walmart and they're like, throw the bags away, you know, before, at least in California. And I think in a lot of other states are like, use the same bags, recycle them, blah, yada, 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 be green. And now they're like, never mind, go back to throwing the bags away, you know, which we do. But we still think like, okay, we have to get everything in our home, disinfect everything, and then, you know, hope that, you know, somehow the virus wasn't on there, right? Because everybody's like, or not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but I have heard many different arguments that are that are like, hey, you don't know how long the virus really lives on every single surface, right? Um, there are some people that are like, no, I do know. It's like four hours on here, five hours on there. Okay, well, that's fine. That's good for you, I guess. But I, I don't really have a lot of knowledge about that. Now, when it comes to food, you it kind of it's in the back of your mind. Now, I've heard some uh, some friends actually they're like, yeah, we actually order food too, but we put it right back into like either the microwave or like the oven and heat it a little higher than normal just to maybe kill anything that's on there. I mean, that's kind of true for you know for meats, you know, especially food, meats that was like maybe a little undercooked or something. You know, it's it's known that if you kind of throw it in high heat. You know, it, it becomes, quote unquote, safer. So maybe a lot of people are using the same logic. I don't really do that, you know, unless I'm reheating something purposely that I put in the in the fridge and then, I'm you know, uh, leftovers or whatever. It's just, again, one of those things that I'm like, OK, whatever. Now, according to this article, China's like, now we have to tell everybody in, you know, in that plant that was working on packaging and stuff like that, because the article also adds all that, that, you know, they have to be tested. And so far, nobody has tested positive, but they want to make sure they put it out there. Because in case China has another up, outbreak in another city, they're like, well, you know, you know, we were fine. But Brazil sent us stuff. Uh, you know, that's the way I read it. Uh, you can catch the whole article. I, I'll put the link down below in the description. But that's from the Bloomberg uh, website. OK, so, you know, I went and throw it out there. You know, I found it kind of, you know, I'm not, I don't know. It, it, it was kind of funny to me. It was just like, wow, man, it's just like anything to say that, it, you know, viruses are coming from other countries now that they're not at fault if there's another outbreak but anyways all right move on uh so the next one i'm gonna find out uh, i'm gonna talk about rather is gonna be just a tad bit more serious only because it's it's dealing with um you know employment which is something that scares already 
you know, uh, not only in the United States, but in the rest of the world, right? I mean, there's a lot of jobs that have been lost due to the pandemic. And uh, this is, is not making any better. So let's get into this one. And in this uh, particular story, we have uh, websites like The Entrepreneur and Gadget and, and Rooters, or Rooters, Rooters, R-E-U-T-E-R-S. Someone's going to make fun of me. Is there Rooters? Stupid thing. Um, all published articles uh, that read, California wins injunction against Uber and Lyft, classifying drivers as contractors. Uh, in the article itself, it said, California passes Assembly Bill 5 late last year in a bid to reclassify many gig economy workers as employees and so far Lyft and Uber uh, have not done uh, so correctly. Um, you know, it, it essentially saying that in uh, sometime last year, there was a, a bill that was already passed that said that Uber and Lyft or right share companies, right? Uh, had to classify or properly classify contractors or the drivers. Cause you know, um, knowing that I was a driver myself as well, I know that you're essentially a self-employed, right? Contractor. And, you know, they're like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. However, uh, recently, uh, there was a, a lot more momentum towards getting this push even further. So the state is suing them. And on Monday afternoon, a uh, judge, Ethan Schulman of San Francisco Superior Court, ruled in favor of granting a a preliminary injunction that would block the companies from classifying drivers as independent contractors, which that's big. Uh, Uber and Lyft are also suing, right, or counter-suing at this point, um, and part of the coalition pushing to get Proposition 22 on the ballot in California this November uh, 2020, which would keep drivers as freelancers, right? So, of course, there is all this play of words. Freelancers, self-employed, business owners, contractors. Honestly, it's all the same. It really, it really, really is. I mean, anybody out there, uh, I don't know, a lawyer, if anybody comes across this video, it's like, well, technically, JT, there's these, you know, differences. Sure. Yes. I, I suppose there is. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to you're not an employee. That That's what it comes down to. Call yourself what you want to call yourself. It comes down to the fact that you are not an employee of Lyft and uh, or Uber, right? Depending if you drive for one or both. Um, so, all right. So Uber and Lyft are are, are counter suing. And in fact, there was uh, an article uh, that the Uber CEO uh, said that, which is, by the way, this is why it became even a bigger headline because the Uber CEO said that they would probably have to shut down temporarily in California if it's forced to classify uh, drivers as employees. At the beginning of the video here, you saw a quick snippet of an um, of interview that he did. And shout out to uh, another YouTube channel by the name of the, the Rideshare Guy. Uh, he's pretty big on, on the platform. And, you know, he was interviewing um, the CEO and asking him questions about, like, you know, well, you know, what, what what are you doing to basically avoid this, right? To not have to maybe go down this road and maybe prove to California that you are thinking of the best interests of, of the drivers, right? So you can catch the whole interview. I'll also put the link down below. Um, you know, it, some people are arguing that, hey, you are giving him really soft hitting questions, you know, really, you know, really go dig, you know, dig deeper into, you know, it's not like it's a brand new uh, platform. It's been around for years, 
And it's been known that over the years, increasingly, both platforms have, you know, taken more away from drivers than given. Sure, at the beginning, an example, there weren't things like, I don't know, um, insurance uh, savings. And, and, you know, there's even some kind of like um, benefit where if you can you can sign up and get like an insurance or a discount on your health insurance. So, yeah, way at the beginning, none of that existed, but there was a lot more money. Right for surging and for taking so many trips over over so many numbers, and you were to get bonuses, and a lot of that has gone away. Now I haven't done it in many 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 years, or not many many, but a few years. And yeah, I, I remember hearing even from from other drivers as I run you know across them, uh, especially when you're sitting maybe like at the airport, you know, people that you can tell were veterans of the app. They're like, oh yeah, when did you start driving? Oh, you know, so many years ago or so many months ago. And they're like, oh man, it's a lot worse now, but you know, you can still make somewhat of a living, but it's not the same anymore. So, you know, this is definitely true, right? That the CEO doesn't really go deep into the interview as to why there's an increase of like losses on the app for the drivers when they, you know, without the drivers really Uber's nothing and Lyft. Now, some people will say, well, yeah, but Lyft is cheaper and supposedly they give more towards, you know, towards the driver. Man, it, you know, you're, 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 you're splitting hairs at this point. It's, it's not, we're not talking about like day and night. We're not talking about, you know, something something considerable where you're like, oh, you know, boy, this shouldn't be hitting Lyft. It should only be hitting Uber. No, they're they're both wrapped up into the same problem because honestly, uh, they're both taking advantage to you know at least to some people uh, of, of over the system and over the drivers that well just, they just need a job, right? And over the fact that they took, um, you can almost say that they took out the cab business or the tra- traditional cab business, um, you know, out of the out of the market, right? They pushed them out. Uh, maybe not as harsh as Netflix at one point did to Blockbuster, but, you know, they, they definitely hurt business for the traditional cab driver, right? So they're taking advantage that, hey, we took all, over a lot of the market, um, and over the years, people have just almost, almost become, you know, addicted to the service to the point where many people are like, I'm not going to take the city bus. What the hell is that? I'm not going to do that. Are you crazy? Um, no, I'm going to call an Uber. I'm going to call this, you know. I, uh, I sometimes remember back to people that were so bad with the app that they would, I would pick them up right when I was doing it. Uh, and it was like two blocks, right? And there was always like that. Oh, I know it's only two blocks, by the way. And they know I'm judging, you know, they know, I know that you're asking to walk two blocks, but Hey, you're paying me. So who cares? But they would be like, Oh, they're trying to explain themselves. It's cause I have a bad knee. It's cause it's dark. It's going to start raining soon. <laughs> you know, someone's, Hey, you're, they're paying me. So, it's okay. Don't you don't have to explain yourself to me. I I get it. Trust me. I get it. Two blocks could be a mission sometimes. Um, but you know, again, you know they're they're getting they're getting hit hard. So let's dig into some of the benefits. Um, some of the I guess the some of the things that people don't see so much as a benefit when it comes down to to switching. And there's so many perspectives. Starting with, of course, um, the writers, right? Which are the customers. Uh, so for the customers, some people are speculating that, um, you know, according to some, some numbers that, uh, the rideshare companies have, have published in the past, they can see this at least in California, right? Cause this is where this is being, being fought that if this would go through fully and they, you know, the, the counter lawsuit that, uh, that both Lyft and Uber are fighting, uh, would lose or would, would not be successful there could be an increase of five to seven percent per ride. Now, when you're like, okay, well, wow, five seven percent. I mean, what the hell? This doesn't sound like a lot. Hold on. So the average cost 
right, is about $25. Uh, it's just a Google search away. You can look it up. Just average cost for an Uber ride. Can you tell me? Yeah, but there are some times that people have like special promos and discounts and packages. Yes, I understand that. I'm just saying the average, right? 25 bucks, 20 to $25. So if you take that, you're talking about about a $1.75 increase per trip. Again, doesn't sound too bad yet until you consider that some people take this for work sometimes. Sometimes people take it where they go to work, they drop off their kids and then they go to work, you know, and and then, you know, they get they do the same thing backwards when they when they get picked up or whatever. So they say that the average customer, not the customers with discounts, not the customers that use it for two blocks, the average customer could potentially see an increase of $100 a month just on this, right, to be able to cover. Now, there's thousands of customers, of course, that use the app. So, you know, in that interview, the the CEO was like, well, you know, if this were to happen, we're not going to see a benefit at all. It's probably all going to go down to the employee, which you know, or potential employee, right? I don't bite. You know, I, I, I don't buy it. You know, I'm just like, okay, sure. Yeah. hundred dollars on average increase and every, come on, man, whatever. But I get it. There would be taxes and there would be some, you know, so much additional costs. So is it possible? Yeah. It's going to get expensive. It's going to get expensive as, as a small company owner. I can tell you that it can get very expensive to have in-house employees, especially in California. Right. Okay. So some of the ish, other issues for writers, uh, availability limitations. Uh, while both humans and AIs learn the ins and outs at the beginning of how to juggle having hourly employees do the driving, there's a lot of limitations that come along with that you have to respect by law. Things like, hey, that person needs to be off because they can't go overtime. They, you know, that person, you know, already has so many hours of overtime. You know, right now, that is all non-existent, right? When you get on a car, if you ever ask for an Uber or, or a Lyft, unless you get into the conversation, you don't know if that person has been driving for 20 minutes or has been driving for 10 hours. Again, unless you get into the conversation, right? So at this point, it would be a factor. It would be an issue. So much so that some people are saying that if, you know, unless Uber and Lyft want to kind of risk it, there would be instances where the driver would have to, by a glitch of the system or something, literally stop the ride and say, you have to get out of my car. I have to leave. I, I got to punch out. So, it, it, again, it opens up a whole big can of worms for the riders. Now, not to say it doesn't do it for the drivers. So, let's get into the drivers. So, right off the bat, you have things like uh, increased supervision and management overview, which is what basically breaks down like this. So, I was a, a contractor, a subcontractor employee, I've been all over the map when it comes to having to do a job while using your vehicle. I know very well uh, the restrictions that come with uh, having to use your vehicle and then having to do uh, what's called, what usually is called uh, tailgate meetings. Essentially is when you come in with your vehicle, right? Like in the cable business, when I was there, you know, a lot of times you come in, there's like, you know, 10, 15 cars, sometimes more. And, you know, gather everybody around, you guys talk, pass out this, sign this. Even if you get fancy with digital saying, oh, sign it off on your on your phone, right, on the app or whatever app you're using. You know, you still have those meetings. Uh, safety, you have to go over, 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 you know, things to see if some someone's still driving correctly and, and kind of, again, speak to them, interact with them. Uh, go and inspect the vehicle. 
California has a lot of restrictions. Now, by the way, if anybody watching this video from California or, or, or my old cable buddy saying, dude, none of us do that. Well, one thing is what you don't do. And one thing is what you're supposed to do by law. So remember that. Okay. And in California, there's a lot of things that you must do, right? Again, to ensure the safety of, of the public, right? Because a lot of these uh, businesses that are doing front facing uh, services, such and like in my case, when I used to be in cable, you need to have a vehicle that is safely to use with the public. Now, in this case, with the rideshare companies, not that they're not doing it already. When you sign up right now as a contractor, you know, it's your vehicle. They kind of give you, did your vehicle pass or didn't pass? It's very different when you're having a vehicle as an employee and you're using it to work. Why? Mileage reimbursement right up the top as well, right? They're just, again, when it comes to managing an employee that's using a vehicle, mileage is like, way up there along with that of course the benefits and overtime and all that stuff but when it comes to the vehicle itself they need to either reimburse you by the mile or they need to work out some kind of reimbursement if they're going to use their own vehicles a whole other other problem because now they can track that vehicle yeah they can track your phone as well and say well we know where you're at anyways but you know you're getting where i'm going with this right it's no longer just like oh well you bring your vehicle you have all the wear and tear like you do now as a contractor right um and then, sorry, it broke down. It is what it is, right? So it's, it's just a lot different, the insurance and stuff like that. So, again, uh, increased supervision and management uh, to the down, because you're an employee now. Uh, require lunch breaks and meals, right? Um, or just breaks, rather, and, and, and lunch breaks. Uh, so, again, in California, in case anybody is watching me from anywhere else, it is a lot more uh, difficult or, sh- or they're trying to make it a lot more difficult for employers to take advantage of employees by saying, here's more work, you know, eat, you know, eat what you work kind of thing. You know, at least California is trying to, to be more hands-on. Some people arguably would say that's great. Some of them will say that's BS, you know, big government, you know, all over my job, but they're doing it because California and a lot of you guys maybe don't know this is one of those States that years ago, we're talking about Cesar Chavez era. Right, had a big problem specifically in the agriculture sector where you had farmers that would take advantage of you know undocumented uh, workers or even documented workers that were that were really severely under, undereducated when it came to their rights, and they were like, "Oh, you need to work ten hours, but we actually I don't need to pay you eight hours." Yeah, you don't know the, it's right here in the law. Anyways, keep working, you know. And it's you know when Cesar Chavez made his movement and, and among other activists. They're like, no, this is BS. You need to pay them for this. You need to pay them for that. Comes in unions, right? From you know, from all over the place. So, anywho, in California, while there are still some companies, well, at least there, I hope there's no more. There used to be like that when I was in cable, um, right? I hope there's no there's there's no longer companies that are making you work through your lunch. Now, yes. Some agents or some technicians when I was in cable, like, dude, I want to work through my lunch. I don't want to have to sit for 30 minutes. That's money that I'm, you know, losing out. So, yeah, some 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 people just don't, don't care to have a lunch. Um, but again, one thing is what you as an individual want and you don't care and you're like a work dog and this and that. And then there's very different what the law says that you are required. Right. So, again, Monitoring breaks, monitoring lunch would be another big one. Um, paperwork. Oh, my God. This is huge. Even in the digital era, 
right? When we still have so much stuff that, you know, or we have now rather so much stuff that we just submit with our phones, with our tablets, there is still a lot of paperwork, whether it be paperwork like this or digital paperwork that needs to be followed up write-ups documentation. If you get sick, if you call out, um, all that, that Uber and Lyft are like, Jesus, that's a nightmare to do with all these drivers, right? Not that they don't document things now, but you have to understand it's nowhere near at the degree that they would have to document as actual employees. It's just, you know, again, what the law requires. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. We're not done yet. Uh, <laughs> you're not, uh, excuse me. So when it comes to, I guess one of the biggest things here is when you have, when you're a driver and you're a contractor, you get to leave, you know, come back, you know, basically set your own hours. I think a lot of people would agree with me when it comes down to being an employee, unless you're an exempt employee, which they're not about to make exempt out of all these employees when it comes to having people on salary, which is what I'm referring to. Uh, Because even if you tell me, well, they could do that, right? They could put people on salary. No, you need to be paid so much, you know, above the minimum wage to be considered exempt. They kind of be like, you know what? Fine, fine. All you guys are employees, but you're exempt from ours because you you guys are now salary. Okay, what's my salary? Minimum wage. They can't do that. That's also against the law. So no, they cannot do exempt uh, with for employees, um, or for at least for for the drivers. So what does that mean? That means that right now drivers are like. I took two rides. Oh, who? My wife called me. Okay, I'm going to punch out real quick and leave. Or not punch out, but turn off the app. Leave. Oh, I had to come back. You know what? I'm sleepy. I'm going to go ahead and take a nap real quick in my car. I, there's there's just so many different drivers, okay? If you've ever driven, you're like, well, I drove for 10 hours and I'm a workhorse. Again, not you, the other guy behind you. Those guys are like, I, I you know, I drive for maybe 10 hours, but sporadically I go to McDonald's, I go here, I go there, because I'm okay making about $10 an hour. That goes away. You can't do that. If you're an hourly employee, I mean, you tell me what job that you punch in and out. Are you are you allowed to just be like, hey, Juan, I'll be right back. I'm going to hold the line real quick. I'll be right back. I'm gonna, where are you going? I'm going to go to McDonald's. You just came from McDonald's. I, I'm going to go to the restroom. No, that doesn't. No, that's just not going to work out. Right. It's, there's no business. There's not a good business model there. Right. So, yeah, the, the whole freedom that a lot of writers have goes away. Why? Because now you're going to have a schedule. Right, even if Uber and Lyft for a for a while they're like, fine, we'll do the hourly, and let you get away with setting your own schedule stale and coming in and out. The long's gonna come in eventually and be like, there's you know you know there's, there's gonna be somebody that's gonna come in and be like, fine, you guys are doing everything by the book. Aha, show me your time cards. Interesting. So you're letting these people coming in out. There's always gonna be that lawyer, right, that wants to cash in and is gonna bring up another lawsuit. So no, the whole hourly scheduling not gonna work out. Which brings me to my last points. Thoughts. If you are an Uber uh, rider or a driver, me personally, my recommendation is I, I actually don't support this. Hold on. I know some people are like, oh, well, you want these people to be punished and you want these people to be enslaved. But calm down there. Okay. Moses, freedom of like freaking chains. Hold on. You have to understand this. When the application came out, it was meant for a tech company to say, hey, we have this way to make, you know, make you money. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have algorithms and we have, you know, we just have the tech with the infrastructure, the money. Would you like to drive? Cool. Hey, uh, writers, how would you like to get in strangers cars? And then all of a sudden, everybody that grew up with my generation is like, 
uh, why? I mean, what stranger? What's his name? You know, because my mom said, Tu Kyle, you're going to get on your app. And as soon as people said an app, they're like, an app? Sign me up for it. Yeah, that's what it took, right? All of us that grew up, they're like, don't get in a stranger's car. What do we say when someone says, get in my car? You're like, you scream. You know, stranger danger. App came out and it's like, oh, I can download an app. Cool. Get a stranger to my door. So we did it. We loved it. And we're like, it, it, it gets me from point A to point B. Sometimes they give me water and candy. Sure, I'm going with this. <laughs> and, you know, we loved it. Mom was a liar. Just kidding, don't get into strangers car. <laughs> liar. They're nice. <laughs> um, and, you know, so what happens? It was a good relationship. All three. All three parties. Now, what happened? Without a doubt, the application owners, leaders, whatever the hell they want to call themselves, they got greedy. Yeah, they can argue and say, well, yeah, but we, then we started providing cars, JT. Okay. I guess that's true. And then, you know, California and then taxes and then this. So, yeah, there are some reasons for them to say, sorry, we had to take more for ourselves. Now, I don't know their books. Uh, and I don't think anybody else watching this video, unless I see a freaking Uber's watching this video and is like, oh, shit, that's not a fucking JT. We don't know the books, right? You don't know the books. I don't know the books. So what happens? You know, they say that they're hardly, you know, making money. Supposedly. I, does any of us buy, buy that? No. But they need to put money in their jet. So they're like, you know, we got to take more of this way. Sorry, driver. So that's where I would say, you know, they need to they need to find a way to be more creative and then, you know, let the driver keep more of that. But the the, the relationship there, the fundamental relationship between the driver, the writer and the company, in my opinion, is well understood. Right. You keep an app that I need to if I need to go get McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning, that I better be working because if not, I'm going to get on YouTube. I'm going to get on a rant. And I'm going to I'm going to become a Karen and I need a driver at my doorstep at 2 a.m. in the morning. And then there's drivers are like, dude, I'm a night out. I want to drive at night. Who's up for me to take me to McDonald's? So, again, fundamentally, the relationship is understood. So that's why I don't think this this model of having employees as drivers is going to work, which leads me to one of my last points. There are going to be people, right, because I've taken those trips where really older or an older generation. In fact, a couple of years, not a couple of years ago, a couple of months ago, right? Was it a couple of months ago when we took a, a trip with like the guy that looked like Santa Claus, the older dude, right? Were you, were you not there? Yeah, it was Santa Claus picked me up, right? It was like really nice. You know, he even did the ho, ho, ho. He's like, you know, everybody says I look like Santa Claus. Yeah, it wasn't you. Oh, it was okay. So I must have been myself, right? So anyways, you know, the guy's like, yeah, you know, I do that. I'm retired. You know, I just do this basically. Just, I don't want to be at home. So those people, you know, the, 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 the individuals that don't want to deal with having to be, uh, again, a freelancer, self-employed, a contractor, whatever, they might be like, dude, this is awesome. Shut up. Like, I give me the benefits. Give me the retirement. Give me whatever the hell Uber can give me as an employee. But then leads me to do that. I guess one of my, you know, that last point, the people that signed up for this, again, reinforcing the first point, they didn't sign up for this because they're like, you know why I really signed up for Uber? Because of the retirement plan, JT. Okay. I signed up for Uber because they have an amazing uh, benefit system. No, they signed up because they're like, give me the quick cash. They, yeah, in fact, by the way, if you never driven for them, they let you cash out that day. They literally call it that cash out, right? They, after so much, so much money, right? They let you cash out. You, you made a hundred bucks, cash it out, take it home with you. Um, there's, you know, of course there's a small convenience fee of like 3%, but they still let you cash out. And that's why a lot of people that do this app, they do it because they have their paycheck, maybe, right? A regular job. Uh, they get paid me weekly, by weekly, monthly. 
But hey, you know, I need 40 bucks, 60 bucks, 80 bucks. Let me get my car, clean it up real quick, take a few rides, boom, $60. And then it's possible, definitely possible. I can tell you that the most I'd ever made driving uh, was like a, a little bit over $1,000. It was a pain in the ass. You know, I hated it. I was like, everybody's safe, but you know, <laughs> but uh, you can. So you definitely can. So for that reason, I, I wouldn't be for this. And when the proposition comes out, um, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to vote for it. Now, if there's new developments that come out out of this, who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. But right now, as we stand, and by the way, Uber and Lyft have to comply within the next few days. So this whole like Uber can go away from California and Lyft is very real. If if their petition to have this extended while they litigate is not approved. So if whatever whatever is happening right now in the background, it's like, no, sorry, denied. Then Uber and Lyft, or at least Uber has said, yeah, then we'll pull out for a minute until we can figure out this whole employment stuff. Which, you know, it's really sad because it can hurt a lot of people that right now are using it to get to work, to get to school, and or employees that, uh, or not employees, here I go, contractors that lost their job, maybe their main job, and they're like, oh my God, now I got to really double down on Uber and Lyft, right? Or they're even doing like the Uber Eats and stuff like that, which is the same stuff. Now, I can't speak for Postmates and all the other apps, but, you know, Uber, when you're like, well, it's okay, JT, because I do Uber Eats. Dude, there's the same driver. In the app, you like, you know, you enable, what do you want to do, big rides? You know, if you have a big car like I did, uh, Uber uh, Eats and stuff like that. So Uber Eats can be potentially gone, right? Again, I don't know if this applies to Postmates. I, I never signed up for Postmates. All right. So anyways, that's it, guys. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, it works out for the best for all parties involved, you know. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I need my deliveries and I need to get to McDonald's at 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes. Um, that's it, guys, for today. Don't forget to like and subscribe. As always, I really appreciate you guys watching. And, uh, yeah, until next time. See ya.